Okay, I'm back with another Ireland uh, musician here, Alicia Ray. And I have lost count of how many musicians I've talked to by now. And I mean, almost all of them have been under one person. That is the gorgeous uh, Linda uh, Coogan Byrne. Uh, if you don't know who that is, that's perfectly fine. But she's been a big voice over there because what I've learned and discovered from speaking to so many of you incredible people over in Ireland is uh, some of the stuff that's been going on in Ireland regarding uh, representation in music and all that as far as like getting an equal chance to being heard on the radio, you know, other things that have been going on in Ireland. <clears throat> and she's been basically the PR lady for a lot of the female artists uh, over there. And it's just incredible seeing the work that she's done and that she's brought me to so many uh, wonderful art. Maybe it's not like a ton, but I, I can definitely say I got to do a full play. In fact, I do have a playlist actually on uh, Spotify called uh, Black Ireland, which is all of the uh, Irish artists I've talked to so far. Who are, I mean, uh, not all, or excuse, sorry. I just came back from work too, and I was just dealing with uh, stuff. So I, I mean, I uh, work as a uh, cashier for on a ca- at a uh, cafe. You know, COVID is going on, so we have to wear a mask and everything. So it's just uh, having to talk to people and you know manage money and everything. Which, I mean, it's not like uh, I feel it's too much. It's just that, I mean, it's like any job. Once you get through it, that you do feel exhausted. Uh, even if it's just a short day. Once you've done work, you're like, okay, I'm done. I want to uh, rest my body or at least not feel like I am going to uh, break down. But Black Ireland, as I was about to say, uh, with artists such as uh, Whitney Amma, Celevi Demai, uh, Tessa, or Tossin, uh, Sunita, and I'm trying to think if there was one more. Okay, maybe it was just five people, and I, I thought there was like six or seven. I don't know, maybe because five of them being Black, but there have been two more artists I've talked to who are Irish and from Ireland and who are, who are part of Linda Coogan Byron's Collective. Uh, so yeah I mean seven female Irish artists Uh, so you're number eight cool (laughs) I know I threw a lot at you within the first 10 minutes or the first five minutes or so that's fine yeah wow like who the heck is Linda and all these other people no (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm well first thanks for introducing yourself um I'm Alicia Ray, also known as Alicia Tequila. Um, I make music. I'm a singer, songwriter, artist. Um, I live in Dublin, Ireland. And I've been doing music for about three years now. Um, I started off in 2017. Um, I work under the label Trusted Entertainment. I actually have the shirt on right now, and it's not even a shameless plug-in or nothing. Oh, I like <laughs> uh, the coat. This is like my stay-at-home, everyday yeah. wear. 
So I've been working with Trusted um, since the beginning of 2020, hence the, the sudden momentum in my music. Um, I'm sure most people who follow me have noticed like um, before I was not very consistent with my releases at all. I would kind of just take my time, you know, because I wasn't really sure do this music thing full time because I was very heavy in my nursing studies but um when I finally had a sudden change of heart and decided to do my music I started to take things more seriously um I started working with Trusted and we've just been banging out singles track after track um especially during like the first pandemic that's when I started like just in studio every night every day just literally banging out about 10 tracks within the space of two to three days um and that's how like I just started releasing them because it was like what's the point of having all these tracks just for me to listen to you know the label guided me and gave me the best like ideas and suggestions for like what songs to put out and those are the songs that are curtain out so yeah that's kind of me and what I'm doing right now yeah well I mean good to at least keep yourself going. There was something I read about, because I mean, continuing on with the pandemic, uh, I know some of the Irish artists and even American artists I've talked to or even uh, heard from that they have been struggling since the pandemic, because of course, musicians, they do make some of their money from performing on uh, uh, clubs or on tours. There is a bit of that revenue comes from doing some sort of an in-person performance where the tickets and the seats and everything that does contribute into their paycheck. And now all that is gone. What do you do? Yeah, like it was a bit like of a bad buzz, definitely getting all those emails saying the shows are getting canceled. Like initially when my shows, my first shows I had like in, March, February got cancelled. I was like, oh, well, it's fine because I only had maybe three shows early on in the year, anyways. I had most of those for summertime. So I was like, look, it'd be grand, you know, the pandemic be over by summer, you know, I'd have my shows, I'd make it. And then <laughs> summer came, and all like before even summer came, all my gigs got cut off, cancelled. It was just a real bull skill, to be honest. But then before you knew it, the, the live gigs started happening, live events started happening. So, I mean, something happened and then we found other ways to do it. So I did my first live um, event with BCU, which is Dublin City University, where I used to study um, my nursing. And that was pretty cool to do that. So, I mean, I guess now it's just finding gigs, you know, getting booked online. I suppose that's the new, the new wave. Um, it's definitely not the same, though. It's even performing, it's not the same momentum because you're not really performing to anybody but yourself and your band. Um, and obviously the viewers at home, but, you know, no one is really hyping you up. No one's really cheering you on. So it's definitely different. But Yeah, and they could do it at the cover of their home without pants on yeah (laughs) people do so yeah well you could do you know i mean if you do like you could save a lot of costs you don't have to spend money out on petrol or uh, travel 
you know. Um, you don't have to mix of smelly people. You don't have to bring your pets and have them whine about uh, not having food and uh, mm -hmm. wanting to run around the place uh, and eat nachos. Yeah. So, there are some things that you do. I mean, unless if you are by yourself alone, you have no pets or family members or anybody, then you're just by, well, again, sometimes you want to be with other, I, I, well, I guess whatever is your preference. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When I did mine, we actually like ended up renting a little like studio, I guess, rehearsal space and just down the road from where I live. And uh, last minute really, so it was a bit dear, but we ended up doing that and doing it there. Um, but luckily enough, like in my house, I had um, a studio space. So that was the initial plan. Um, but we just didn't do it there just because what the hell happened that day. But some um, electrical malfunctioning <laughs> happened and we had to <laughs> But there's definitely ways around it, you know. And people understand that a live concert is not going to be the same as a real life concert. So I feel like... Um, there's not the expectations aren't so high, if that makes any sense. So there's not there's not there's a little less pressure on you as the artist, if you get what I mean, you know. Yeah. As opposed to performing in front of like fifty, hundred people or something like that, you know, or fifty people or seventy people or three hundred thousand people. You're you just know that you just need to focus on the camera and do your best that not so many eyes are on you. So it's a bit of a win-win, like down on the kind of person you are as well, you know? So I prefer performance live for sure. And that's something I do miss. So I'm trying to find a way to breach those two gaps. So I, and something I will kind of bring up again in more detail at the end of this, because I, with my podcasts, uh, we do a lot of entertainment talk. We talk about film and gaming we crack jokes we just kind of have a good time i do things like this where i interview a lot of wonderful creatives of color diverse creatives uh, regardless of you know uh, what race sexuality gender anything uh, and also regardless of where they are in the world which makes things even more exciting uh, to talk to someone who is very far distance the other thing is that where was I going to get to? Oh, uh, we have a charity marathon on November 7th through November 8th. That is 24 hours long. And it's just basically us going at it with the uh, performance we put on for usually around an hour, uh, doing it for around 24 hours and with a lot of interactivity going on throughout. And one of it is a concert, well, not a concert, but one of the Ireland Irish musicians that I've interviewed previously, I'm going to bring her on to do a virtual performance in a uh, Zoom lobby uh, and, you know, with their own setup and everything, but still it's going to be a virtual performance where, yeah, it's not in person, but there are people some of them will have cameras on so they'll be watching the person sing and they won't be interrupting i will make that clear there won't be any jerk coming in going hey guys i'm here where's the profit where's the raffles at 
Yeah. I just came back and my, who's this chick on the set? Um, uh, yeah, anyone who's going to be disrespectful like that, I, I won't even give them a chance. But despite, besides that, I, what I'm doing is something kind of in between where it is online, it is live, it is streamed on Twitch, but it will be in a lobby where people are interacting with each other through their voices and it isn't just random names and them texting uh, or sending a message in in a chat room, which may create a different experience or may, may not. It may still be uh, irrelevant to, to, well, not irrelevant. It, It may not be as impactful as still doing it live in person and i I would definitely agree to that uh since it's not a massive number but i think the other thing why people love uh or why someone would love performing in person versus doing it online is the fact that you have people looking at you and you know you might be on stage uh, afterwards, I, I'm not every concert does this or every uh, live performance does it. Usually, someone sing and then they uh, go off stage when they're done. But I'm actually going to do uh, a live performance followed by q and A, Q&A so that the audience gets to interact with the musician afterwards. That'll so, be so. That's cool. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully that will be a lot of fun and very uh, an important moment for both the uh, people participating in this charity run and for our guest uh, musician who I will say at the end of this of course but you know I'm trying to find ways as well because I can't go anywhere and I don't want to go anywhere because there are plenty of dumb people over here in America causing us to be number one constantly in cases and all the bad stuff going on where what that where you are yeah i'm in america i'm in uh, texas oh well yeah i mean i can tell you're american by the way you speak (laughs) speak. yeah yeah of course like americans have american accents like well i I could be i could be acting i might i might not have an american accent i might have a, a scottish accent well it is also me at the end of my uh flu run so my uh, nose is still stuffy, so this this isn't my entirely uh, normal voice. But hey, you know what? I'm still pushing it. I'm still I'm not I'm not pushing this, of course. I'm getting the getting the heck rid rid of it. But you know, it's just uh, I'm I'm gonna keep moving. Uh, so yeah. What? When you're old, I mean, I said it's so dope of you to do this, like when you feel beat down still, like, that's dope. Of course, because I find you dope. Uh, whatever that means. <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess it's just, like, a better way of saying, like, you're cool. Like, you're cool is so, no, like. Lady, I'm, I'm kidding. I know, I know. I, I, I hang out with many uh, <laughs> black friends. I know what that means. Uh, actually, plenty of white people say that, too. A lot of white people say that. They say rad, or they say uh, doohickey, or no, okay, that's what, that's what, like, 1950s. Okay, I'm screwing my time periods up. 
But I feel like the slang over in America is a bit different to the slang over here. Yeah, people could say that's tight. That's uh, okay. I don't. I I don't know. I I'm still learning some of these slangs and languages. It's almost like trying to take a another like language course, except for it's not even a real language. It's just some random yeah. people string together to uh, make things a little more make make you a little more edgy or on the edge. Be be hip and cool and 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 fly and uh, whatever. But yeah, it, a lot of people over here not uh, wearing their masks. Uh, I mean, I could say at my work, I've had plenty of people just pull off their masks just to talk. Like, and that's that's something I have to deal with. I have to back up and, and be like, no, I'm not going near you. And I have to be, I'm, still respectful of it because of how things are here uh you know economy and everything but in my mind i'm like why are you doing this why are you taking your mask off and trying to go near me stop yeah. uh, but That's hopefully not in ireland although i heard from linda coogan that there is a protest going on over there where there's like a hundred people trying to uh say like uh, don't wear a mask or something like that but i mean that's been happening for months now i did see them maybe like a month or two ago when i went to like city center and there were just these people like rallying uh anti-masks and like yeah. they don't want to ask and why we shouldn't wear masks and whatever else <laughs> they were talking about and i was just like I just thought it was a bit surreal, like, you know, there's so many hours in the day and um, standing out there protesting against wearing masks. And it's just like, it's, I don't know, like you have people who are genuinely stuck and they don't know whether to wear masks or whether to not wear a mask, you know, because you're just getting so many different opinions. Everybody thinks they know what Corona is. Everybody thinks they know um, what's really happening it's just a bit of a mess, I think. Like, and the worst thing is a lot of people are relying on the media and that's the worst place to be relying, to be honest. And yeah. even in walking down the shop and you have people there who are protesting against masks, you have people down upon the street protesting against abortions. And it's just so much toxicity. Like, I don't even leave my house, so I barely leave my house. I'm like, I don't really wear masks because I don't go anywhere. <laughs> you know, I'm in my house. Okay. That's good. Because right when you said I was about to, uh, you don't wear masks, I was about to drop my phone going, like, woman, like, what are you doing? Oh, gosh, I have so many masks and like doing nursing and stuff. I have like so modeling with masks. Just just do that. If you have so <laughs> many masks, just make make it look attractive. Like that's the new trend. Uh, which it should be, but you you can maybe put a spin a little bit. Like, hey, check out my latest single and buy a mask. Honestly, you know. like, you know what? Let me tell you like a crazy little story about this whole mask situation. Last year, I um, so like I have like a auto skin condition called HS, and it's something that I've just recently got comfortable talking about. <laughs> platforms and 
I'm just trying to raise awareness about it. But anyways, I hate chest. That's what I have. And last April, I got this new medication for it um, called Humira. So for those who don't know Humira, it's like a lot of um, different chronic inflammatory conditions, autoimmune conditions and stuff. And, but what it does is it's an immunosuppressant. So even though you take it and eventually makes you better, it like fucks your, can I curse? <laughs> Oops. Um, no, no, you cannot. You're, you're banned from this forever. No, no, I, no, you can't. You're, you're fine. Yeah, so. Now, the one word that you can't say in here is, is that, that I will say for serious is, is banned here is the N-word. And the reason is because uh, while I, I am perfectly fine with my guests cursing and speaking their mind out, I've just discovered, and this is why uh, my musical artist, because she does have a couple of her songs that do have a couple of N-words, in it uh, or a few mm-hmm. n-words and twitch will automatically ban accounts if there are people in, on the stream dropping the n-word a few times even if it's in the middle of a song like that mm-hmm. an entire twitch account will be gone uh yeah. so that is some that is an interesting thing if you're a music musical artist and you just so happen to have songs feature such words as those and then you're on a platform telling you no you you don't take that here or we're gonna ban you but now go ahead with what you were saying <laughs> um that's really cool i didn't even know that but yes so i started taking that medication and i was told that once i start taking it i have to like um wear masks and stuff and this was in april 2019 and i was so upset and i was so mad about it because i was like oh uh, uh, when I have to, anytime I leave my house, public transport and stuff, I have to wear masks. I have to wear masks in lectures. Like, what am I going to do? People are going to think I'm a freak and all this weird shit I was so worked up about. And I was wearing the masks, but I would wear it only like sometimes, very discreetly. Like, if I was going on a bus or something, like, I would wear it just because obviously I didn't want to get sick because my immune system was so low. And now, fast forward to like 2019, April everybody has to wear a mask now you know and it's like i feel better because like oh. well i actually have to wear a mask but it's like now i feel good that everybody has to wear a mask <laughs> that's my story <laughs> yeah well i think it is a great story and, and you know what else what is not a mess though you talk about things that are a mess what is not a mess and that is your music oh uh, that is the weirdest compliment i'm gonna give but I did uh, listen to uh, one of your songs before uh, starting this, but I do plan on listening to the rest of them. Uh, what I believe might be your latest, M-I-A. So, like, what? oh, holy, okay. Before I even, <laughs> I was like, wait, that's not even your song. Who the, Joel Carey, what? Oh, God. Wait, no, I, I look for Alicia, uh, Alicia Ray, Ray, and it gave me Joel uh, Corey, uh, I'm sorry, Joe Corey, this, hopefully I, I won't talk, okay, well, enough <laughs> that for a second. Explain your music for someone who doesn't know. So, I make music predominantly to empower women. I speak my mind. I make a lot of sensual music, R&B, <laughs> rap. Um, I'm African, Cameroonian originally, so... A lot of my music will have a bit of Afro twist, Afro vibes to it. 
Um, I'm just like, I have two personalities. I have rap Alicia, sweet Alicia. That's why I go by Alicia Ray, Alicia Tequila. Um, Alicia Ray's R&B, sensual music, and love. And then Alicia Tequila is when I'm rapping. I'm talking about how much money I want, how much I'm a bad bitch, and how every single woman is a boss, period, just because she's a woman. So that's my music. You know, I talk about, you know, my life experiences. I use a lot of, like, um, hidden words, hidden messages and stuff because I, I started off music doing poetry. So um, Mia, M-I-A, is just one of those type of songs, you know? I'm expressing my sensual femininity, um, which I definitely talk about a lot in my music, um, sexuality, you know? I love to express it. I love to give women... Um, confidence to express the sexuality um, just because people need to be so they don't need to be so narrow-minded you know um, sexuality is not solely about sex it's way more than that you know and I like to explore that in my music so yeah if you want some sensual cool vibes or if you want some hard you know beat I got it <laughs> if you want some afro tropical vibes I got it it's like anything you want it's like I really just got it yeah I'm scrolling through your Instagram you actually have a variety of uh different uh songs and uh like uh bus it mm-hmm. uh, I mean there there's if we, we mentioned like the type of music that you uh come across like I'm scrolling past where each uh, of the different singles that you uh, drop, they all kind of fit the description that you're uh, you're uh, expressing. Although now I want to go back to this because I guess now I I have to spill the beans on who my uh, artist is to you because uh, you worked with her. It seems that is Celavi uh, Demai with uh, Love Wins. Yeah. <laughs> What do you want to know, Chase? No. <laughs> anyway, next. Uh, so the other no, no. I I think that that was that was just really that was just really cool. Uh, just to kind of be interviewing all these Irish artists, just to see eventually them linked together. Uh, I mean, when I look at your posts, you're liked by a few Irish artists I'm following. So it's a, just like with all the black cosplayers I've been talking to. It's kind of almost like there's a there is a a a chain of people just connected to each almost like a community of its own uh and especially in the music scene so i just think i think that is wonderful that you two work together and uh that actually friends um that's like one of my good 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 industry like we met in the industry, you know, through, like, music and stuff. Um, but, like, over, like, the last year or two of meeting each other, we've definitely, I think, like, instead of an industry friend, like, Mai would be, like, my friend, you know? Like, I would call her, check up on her. She would do the same. We would talk music and stuff. Um, and it's just, like, we just have really genuine feelings and love for each other. 
and we just want each other to win. So anytime I have like a great idea for my music or I get a good opportunity with my music, I'm always thinking of my, you know, and um, with Love Wins, when I heard of heard the beat and I did the song, I was like, I need to get my on it, you know? That was just who I wanted to get on the song. And prior to that, you know, there was several songs that I wanted to get my on because we were actually thinking of doing a project together um, for early 2020, which obviously didn't happen. Um, not saying it won't, but <laughs> it didn't um, go as planned. And Mia, um, I initially sent Mia to, to mine to ask Mai to drop on it. So I sent her Mia and I sent her Love Wins without, um, with an extra verse slot. And she just loved Love Wins, you know? And so she's like, oh, she likes Mia, but she just prefers Love Wins. And boom, Love Wins happened. And people really loved it because um, it was a song that was very dear to us. It was very personal to both of us. And it, it was just a beautiful song, I feel. Well, I think there's a lot, uh, I mean, again, the, just the growing support and hopefully the, just the things that, because uh, the song, I listened to the song before and it was, uh, or, or talked about LGBTQ and there's been, over here in Texas, there's even like conventions, uh, I think, what all about creatives who are gay lesbian or non-binary transgender uh anything out of the uh, rainbow and just embracing all of them and for i think a whole week it would go through but there would be moments like that just to kind of bring love to those who definitely need it especially when, yeah, there's a lot of things that uh, gay people have had to fight off over the years and yeah. to where they are right now. So that the song was just really uh, beautiful uh, to listen to. And uh, Selvi was actually my first Irish artist when I started introducing myself to Ireland from uh, the or thanks to Linda and she was just the one who was available out of the three uh, top three Irish artists there was and what happened was she was going through a lot of crud and feeling down so I spent the entire time making her laugh and feel good about herself uh, instead of focusing on the gender disparity report that Linda won she she did call me up and say, uh, Chase, what what the heck? I thought you were going to talk about my report. All right, fine. And then next time with Whitney Emma, that's when I, I went full force on that. But I, I just felt like I just saw like a poor, just a lady who just didn't deserve what she got through. And I, I just wanted to make her smile. And that was a very great thing to do and just to kind of connect with her. That would get me to all these other people too. And it's brought me to just some wonderful friends. And uh, yeah, I just think that seeing that of you two working together, you two having that relationship, I think is great because uh, I believe both of you are wonderful. Thank you. Oh, Chase, now we're dope and wonderful. Like, 
today doesn't well, get when you add the word dope now i feel a little weird but uh wonderful <laughs> i almost had it because <laughs> uh, dope is not just cool it's also a drug so i You would know all about it, huh? <laughs> uh, well, I've I've watched Seth Rogen movies, so maybe I I have uh, experienced maybe too much of it. But uh, anyway, uh, I would love to talk even more. But I think those are the only two songs I got to listen to. But I I, I mean I'm putting adding you on the Black Irish uh, playlist because I think you are a talented lady. I'm just awesome. <laughs> I think that is great. You're keeping yourself happy and keeping yourself productive through this. And that's not easy for everyone to do, especially when you, even for artists, you hear stories. There was one I read earlier saying, it was like a governor saying that, or recommending musicians who are struggling at the moment, not making as much money. Hey, go find another job, do something else. Uh, cause it's, it's gonna get a little, uh, it's not gonna get great. I'll say, uh, regarding that in, uh, weeks and months ahead, but the fact that you're still keeping your head up and just feeling happy about the stuff that you're making and hopefully, uh, you know, when you're not making music, still having fun with whatever you're doing, uh, just, enjoying yourself and making just continuing on with life and not uh not not letting the bad things stop you from being you uh which is the That's, most important thing that is very important like you know the ray you know i'm a ray of sunshine it's like it doesn't matter what it is i'm doing i'm still gonna shine because you know i'm a ray and a ray is very 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 bright you know and that's how I see everything so it's like I call everybody sun rays the sunshine because everybody has a sun inside them that shines through you know no there's not one person who's bad to everybody you know he can be bad to 10 people but that one person will always see them good so there's always a light shining and sometimes it's it's hard to you know get your head out of it when you're stuck in but it's important to have good support and good people around you you know a lot of the time I'm in bed I can't move I can't get anywhere sick a lot you know but it's like I have people around me who help me go um you know I go on my social media I go on my Spotify and I see like people text me listen to my music and it just gives me like oh it's like oh i'm that bitch get your ass up <laughs> if you need to crawl you need to crawl but you need to go because what you're doing is helping people you know and that's enough for me to like keep going for the next while till i'm down again you know yeah which i think that's an important thing to do where do people find all of your work so you can find my music on all streaming platforms, um, Alicia Ray, A-L-I-C-I-A-R-A-Y-E, on Spotify, on YouTube, Apple Music, either title, you name it, I got it. <laughs> and my Instagram is Alicia Tequila, A-L-I-C-I-A-T-A-Q-U-E-I-L-L-A, and 
that's pretty much my most active social media. Um, I'm really an Instagram person. So I have Facebook and stuff, but if you want to come tap to me, vibes with me, see what I do, which is pretty much nothing, <laughs> but make music and eat. So it's Instagram. Okay. And uh, this will be uploaded onto several platforms, several platforms under Pond Express Podcast. Just go to the link tree slash Pond Express. You can find it Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, all that stuff, Google Play, whatever hosts of podcasts we're on there now, including iHeartRadio. And as I've mentioned in the near the beginning of this, and I will bring up in the end, Extra Life with Pond Express, which is our 24-hour marathon to raise at least $10,000 for Cook Children's Medical Center to fight off, of course, COVID-19. And doing that by uh, having fun, uh, doing what we do on the podcast, just extending it to 24 hours with uh, different interactive games, special guests, and of course, a musical performance by Selby Demai, involved by Q&A, which I must remind will be uh, the clean versions or else my co-host who is doing this with me, she'll smack me and her with a uh, uh, fly swatter. So just for our own sakes, it will be clean, but we will all have fun and everybody will come up out with a smile on their face or that they at least didn't waste too much of their time. Maybe they did, but it was okay in their opinion. But uh, yeah, a lot of fun, prizes, just so much fun that will be streamed live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Hermione617. Uh, and all that can be, of course, fine. you can find it on uh, facebook.com slash Pondspress, uh, the event page is there, or eventbrite.com slash extra life with Pondspress. All that, of course, is on Linktree slash Pondspress. Uh, lady, I adore the heck out of you, and I will definitely keep in touch. Cool. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, you have a great night. You too.